can sometimes receive an offering in. Please turn in your scriptures to Lamentations. Go to Psalms. Turn right. Isaiah, Jeremiah, Lamentations. Blow the dust off because you probably haven't read much from Lamentations. Lamentations chapter 3, I'll start at verse 17. And the background is that Jerusalem has just been destroyed, a scourge is over their land. And Jeremiah says in verse 17, Thou hast removed my soul far from peace, I forgot prosperity. And I said, my strength and my hope is perished from the Lord, remembering mine affliction and my misery, the wormwood and the gall. My soul hath them still in remembrance and is humbled in me. And this I recall to mind, therefore I have hope. It is, it is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is our faithfulness. Let's pray. Father, thank you that as we look at the scourge on our land right now that recently affected this church, we thank you, Father that we are in your hands, great is our faithfulness, and all is under your control. We thank you for how you use your word in people's lives, and how you've raised up this ministry to get your word in the hands of many, many people. We just pray you bless our time here together, in Christ's name I pray, amen. How do you do ministry during a pandemic? How do you do a ministry in 200 countries around the world? How do you do that? How do you do ministry when travel is restricted? How do you do ministry when some churches are closed or you know, we're wearing masks and all this? How do you do ministry? Well, first, you maintain your focus. You know, what are you about doing? And in Guinea's International, it's an association of born-again Christian business and professional men. I think a lot of you have known a lot about it, so we'll just mention that about it. Like many organizations, we had a vision statement for 2020, different goals that we wanted to reach. And in general, they were numerical goals, numbers. Well, if you take a bunch of task-oriented men and you give them a bunch of goals, that are numbers, where's their focus going to be? On their numbers. Well, why is that bad? The Guineas International was founded in 1899 as an association of commercial travelers, Christian businessmen. And as they traveled around, you might not remember this or know of this in 1899, there was a lot of sin in this country. 
Imagine you're away from home for two or three or four weeks. You go in this big hotel. There is a card game going in one room where you can gamble your money away. The bar is there ready to give you some liquid refreshment to help you drown your sorrows of the day. And at the bar, probably some ladies that are willing to give you a little intimate pleasure if you wanted that. And so there was a lot of temptation for traveling salesmen. You may have heard jokes of traveling salesmen. I'm not going to tell one. Probably they're all true. But traveling salesmen did not have a good reputation in the late 1800s. And so a couple of men got together and said, you know, we need to change that. We need to encourage Christians as they travel to be righteous men of God. Since 1899, they founded the Giddings International. Three men founded it. A year later, there were 200. A year later, there were 400. We came up with an emblem so that as we traveled around, you can identify other members of our association and maybe even at that time have some Christian fellowship as you traveled around. It's expanded to now all classes of Christian business and professional men. You know, there's an association for Christian chemists, for Christian scientists, not the Christian Scientist Church, but scientists who are Christians. And all these 30-some professional organizations, well, we're the ones for Christian business and professional men. It started to encourage them to be righteous men of God. Their wives prayed for them as they traveled around that they would be righteous men of God. Our wives still pray for us that we would keep focused to be righteous men of God. But then in nine years later, there was an additional activity started. The goal was to place a Bible in every hotel room in the United States. Really, the Giddings International started when two men shared a hotel room. One guy had forgotten his Bible. The other guy had it. They had devotions that night, and that's how the Giddings got started. And so, even though we're best known as old men to place Bibles in hotels, that was the additional activity. That came later. It started to have Christian traveling men be righteous men of God and share Christ with other people as they went around. The marketplace, that's our heritage, that's our objective, that's our focus, that others will come to know Christ as their Savior. And all these numbers sort of got us off track a little bit. We focused on the numbers, and so we had to come back to our focus, our vision of reaching the world for Christ. And so a couple years ago, we changed from the numbers to a vision statement from Philippians 1.27 striving side by side for the faith of the gospel, one spirit, one mind, one vision, side by side with other Gideons to encourage each other to be righteous men of God, striving side by side with our wives who form the auxiliary, who pray for us, who help us out now. On most distributions, my wife goes with me. That has changed. It used to be just the men go out, now the wives go with us. So if I'm on a college campus, if a guy comes, I'll offer him a scripture. If a woman comes, my wife will offer her a scripture. We feel that's more relevant to our culture. So there's a, a little bit of a change there. Side by side with churches like this one that support the ministry of God's word through the Giddings International. We strive side by side for the sake of the gospel. So we want to maintain our focus. We also want to prepare for problems. Most of you are aware that around here we have our 
fair share. Actually, we have more than our fair share of hurricanes, floods, tornadoes, right? Y'all knew that. Not new information. So we think about in the fall, these things come. In the last 10 years, it seems like we have really had more than our fair share of hurricanes. So what we try to do, we want to go to our local hospital, our hotels and motels, our nursing homes, and assisted living facilities. And so what we try to do in the fall is go ahead and cover those areas of distribution to get it done in early September. So if we have a whatever, that's done before it comes. And in fact, of the, in the fall of 2019, we had a really good day of covering a lot of these activities. Some folks came from a couple other counties around, and we were able to do these do these distributions so that when we shut down in the spring, the work really was done, most of the work for, for the year. And I forgot LCC and, and, and some of the schools. We also cover those in the fall. So we prepare for problems, uh, realize these things, these things happen, and we were able to take care of them. But it's also important to take advantage of opportunities. In the spring of 2020, Gideon's closed down for two months worldwide. We just closed it down. Well, in Ecuador, especially in the capital city of Guayaquil, uh, there was so much disorder that the military acts was called out to maintain order, to enforce, the, to enforce the curfew, and to carry food to some people. I remember my wife and I visited, visited Ecuador years ago, and they joked, how do you know you're in Guayaquil? Well, you stick your hand out to make a turn signal and you bring it back in and your watch is gone. You know you're in Guayaquil. So what happened though with the Gideons there, they saw all these military people around and they talked with some of the commanders and part of the distribution area that we have is to the military. And so they were given opportunity to take testaments to the military. Our ministry was closed down. 2 Timothy 2.9, Part B, the Word of God is not bound. They had an opportunity, they took advantage of it, and thousands of people received the Word of God. In that spring, New York City, they were just blitzed with the coronavirus. You saw the pictures, it was horrible. We were closed down. We received phone calls from hospitals wanting testaments, and some 10,000 testaments went to hospitals in New York City in the spring last year. We didn't call them, they called us. Every, or not last year, but a lot of other years, this year and in other years, Gideons descend on New York City every September to make testaments available to schools and nursing homes and hospitals. So we had that relationship that's gone on for years and years and years. They saw we need, and so they called us to bring scriptures to their hospital. The importance of relationship, the importance of integrity, and praise God we have the scriptures to give to them. We didn't call them. They called us. Lithuania is a country east of Europe. It used to be part of the USSR. There was one hospital in a town there where Gideons had not been allowed to distribute scriptures for years. But in January of last year, they called one more time 
And finally, the administrator said, okay, you can give testaments to the patients. And so in January, they did. And then the administrator said, okay, you can give testaments to the hospital staff. And so in February, they did. And in March, there was a quarantine over all of Lithuania. And that particular hospital, half of the beds were designated to treat COVID patients. Praise God, before the staff had that tremendous danger in their presence, they received God's message of hope in their hands that they could read and learn of God's message of hope. Many people in the last year are looking for hope, have been looking for hope. Their world's been shattered. We have the only message of hope, the only message that lets you know, yes, it may be tough here, but there's a better life ahead. And even through all of this, through all of this, God is faithful. God has things under control. I don't understand it all, but I believe God has things under control. And the other thing I'll share with you, if you don't know historically, this will end. I mean, these things have come before. It will end. They all end. Whether you go back to 1919, the Spanish flu, or go back to the Black Death in the 1400s in Europe, they all will come to an end. It will. So hang in there. Take advantage of opportunities. In Kenya, we were supposed to have an international scripture blitz. So let's talk about that. A blitz. I mentioned in New York City, a bunch of people, maybe 200 from across the United States, will descend on New York City for a week for a time of intensive scripture distribution. That's a blitz. That's where we go. We called it in Kenton that day, our micro-blitz. We had a little bit of work to do there, but it's great for this, this county. If you go overseas, it's an international scripture blitz. And about 12 times a year, we were sending a team to one of our countries that needed some help. It's amazing how many cities of over a million people are around the world. Some of you may have been to Saigon in your younger days. I mean, now it's a city of a million people. I mean, my goodness, who would have thought it? it be, you know, years ago it was a small city. Now it's a million people. Kenya was supposed to have an international scripture blitz. People were supposed to come in from other countries for a week or so of intensive distribution. They couldn't come in because of travel restrictions. So they had an in-country blitz and about 40 Gideons and 18 auxiliary met together. They were using their computers, and they listed where they needed to go. They also thought about how can we get the most done. So maybe you have regions. Okay, here's one part of the city. Maybe we'll send one team there and not have people going all the way across. How can we get people focused on one area? And the other thing, there's some residential schools. That means the kids are there seven days a week. Well, maybe we'll go there a Saturday or a Sunday rather than on a Wednesday or a Thursday. So they thought about it, they planned, and they got the job done over 100,000 scriptures in five days. Over 2,500 scriptures per person there. The average camp in North Carolina distributes 2,500 scriptures in a year. They planned, they saw the need. They got it done, and they didn't need us. They could do it themselves, and so they're encouraged in the future. They can do those things. We just have to provide them with the scriptures so they can do that. The Word of God 
was not bound in Kenya. There are a couple things that have just amazed me in the last year. I feel like there have been some really righteous men who God has used to guide this particular ministry. For example, for about five years, our hotel Bibles have been wrapped in cellophane or whatever this stuff is. They've been wrapped. There's no hole there. You can clean it, whatever you want to do to it, you won't get to the Bible. We've done this for five years. We were ready for the pandemic. Our scriptures for hospitals, they were already wrapped. Don't know who came up with the idea, but we were prepared for the pandemic, sending scriptures to hotels. We have a Gideon Bible app. How many of you have a smartphone? How many of you has a family member with a smartphone? For free, you can download the Gideon Bible app. And now it has the Bible in over 1,500 different languages. You can read it or you can listen to it. And they get a native speaker in that particular language. So if you want to spice up your quiet time someday, you know, read the Bible in, in Farsi or, or Arabic or German or French or whatever. Uh, well, maybe spice up is not the word. But you may have a friend in this country whose native language is not English, and they may struggle with English. It may well be that their language of heart is on the Gideon Bible app, and they can download it for free. And I'm going to leave you a bunch of cards. I would hope everyone would take one, at least, card to, use, to download to your own phone, and then you'll give it away. You, and for parents, you know, you may have a prodigal child. Well, maybe they'll download the Gideon Bible app. It is meant to be a tool of evangelism. It has some daily Bible readings in it. It also has a plan of salvation prominently there. So you can download the Gideon Bible app. We also have a friends program. We've had it for years. And it was sort of confusing. You could be a prayer friend or a financial friend. Is anyone talking about the Friends program? No. Okay, that's fine. Forget it. We changed it back in, in July. We voted on it, and we, we changed it. I hope you got an insert in it. It talks about the Friends program on the back. For free, you can become a friend of Gideon's, and you get some prayer updates. You get a, a special newsletter uh, four times a year, so you can pray for the Gideon ministry, but another thing you can do as a friend of Gideon's, you can purchase all the New Testaments you want like this. They don't have the Gideon emblem on it, but it has the helps in the front, different situations might arise in a person's life. It has a plan of salvation in the back. So one way to witness to someone is like you have one and they have one, hand it to them and ask them to read some of the verses. They read it rather than you read it, so they don't have time to come up, think about uh, a comeback. You know, read the verse and say, what does that mean to you? You say, uh-huh. And read the next verse. What does that mean to you? Uh-huh. If they don't understand it, maybe have them read it again. And there's a plan of salvation right there. It's all you need. Right there. But you can get as many of these as you want. So, like, if you wanted them for vacation Bible school, if you want them for a mission trip, you can get them in Spanish or in English, the Spanish ones are blue without the Gideon symbol, like our, our Spanish Testaments. 
but they're there. Become a friend of Gideon's. You can get all you want, and you can use them however you want. No restrictions. That's available to you since July. I think that's a good deal. I think that's a good change that we made. It's a lot less confusing than the other program. Part also of our change to one vision is that as we make distributions, now when we place a Bible like in a hotel, we expect it to stay there. Some get stolen. I've met two pastors and half a dozen deacons that came to faith after stealing a Gideon Bible out of a hotel. We really say that this is still our property, so we get to check it from time to time. We're probably the only Christian organization that gets happy when someone steals our property. But when we go to a, a college campus and we give it to an individual, that's a distribution. We place scriptures to stay there and we distribute them to individuals for the individual use. And it used to be pretty much, let's just hand out. How many can you get out? Now, that's still part of it. But we also not just want to see how many books we can hand out, but how many conversations about Jesus can we start. We're going to see a video that summarizes a lot of what I said it, toward the end of it, a man's going to be given a green book. It's like this, but it's green. It's college testament. We have different colors for different management, so management knows where they're going. But I'm going to ask you a question. The guy given the green book, okay, what did he do with his right hand, and what did he do with his left hand? Every Sunday, churches open their doors to communities around the world for people to fellowship, to worship, to grow, and to renew their spirits with a hope found only in the Word of God. But for many, Sunday is a day like any other. That's where the Gideons come in. As a missionary extension of the church, Gideons meet people where they are by placing Bibles <coughs> in the traffic lanes of life and by personally sharing the message of true hope with the weary traveler, the sick and discouraged, with all generations, in small towns and in major cities, across time zones and countrysides into the ends of the earth. So men, women, boys and girls can learn who they are in Christ and experience life as children of God. Gideons have never done this work alone. It's churches just like yours who make their work powerful and effective in different cultures and languages throughout some 200 countries, territories, and possessions across the globe. Gideons are members of churches first. Dependent on God's people for support through prayer, giving, and a growing membership. Because in the end, we're all carrying out one vision, striving side by side for the faith of the gospel to bring people to Christ.
what did he do with his right hand? He handed him the testament. What did he do with his left hand? He pointed out the plan of salvation. And truthfully, that, that's, that's a change. And we're having to relearn a little bit, but not much. We want to focus on how many conversations for Christ we can develop, not just how many books we can give out. The word of God is powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. But God has also called us with our lips to give confession that he is Lord and to call others to Christ. Thank you for your kind attention today. It's always a pleasure to be with you. This was one of the first churches I gave a Gideon report to some 25 years ago. It's always a pleasure to come back. Uh, two special prayer requests. Next week, there'll be about 100 people in the Fayetteville area talking to churches as we start a scripture blitz down in Fayetteville. It's going to include like four counties, and we're hoping to give out a bunch of scriptures and uh, over about four days. And so pray for us for open doors. Pray for us that people would be receptive. Pray for safe travel, that that would be a very successful scripture blitz in the Fayetteville area next week. And also pray for us that we would strive together for the sake of the gospel in one vision, I'm sorry, in one spirit with one mind through one, vis through one vision. Thank you, Pastor. Amen. Thank you, Dr. Haynes. Guys, uh, now we have an opportunity to respond. Uh, when we come to church, uh, we come not just to sit and hear and then go away. We come, we sit, we hear, and hopefully we take the message to heart, and it impacts us, and then we have an opportunity of application. Uh, it should change us. It should affect us. It should speak to us. We should then take and apply that and go out from here. Uh, we have an opportunity to partner uh, with Gideon International, uh, and what we'd like to encourage you to do in our closing moments here, if you'd like to help financially give to the ministry today, uh, we're going to have an offering plate. I don't know, is it back there? It is in the back. Um, and so if you would like to give towards the Gideon International, uh, we would ask that if you write a check, that you just make it out to Community Baptist Church, but on the memo line, Put Gideon or Gideon International. That way we'll know specifically that's what it's for. Um, and so if, again, you would like to participate uh, in that today, that is one way you can do so. Uh, Dr. Haynes, if you wouldn't mind, um, I'm going to get ready to close in prayer, but if you want to go ahead and make your way to the back, there's a table in the hallway, too. If you can feel free to leave a lot of those uh, cards you were talking about, the um, uh, those app, thank you, app cards. And so those will be on the table in the hallway. And Dr. Haynes will also be out there in the, cor uh, the corridor area. Please talk to him if you've got questions, you want to know more about uh, the Gideon ministry. And maybe you're a businessman. Maybe uh, you would like to uh, get involved or, um, again, just want to know more information and how and what you can do. Please uh, talk to him, speak to him, and I know he'll be more than willing to, to help you. Uh, with that. Again, guys, thank you uh, for your attention, your time today. Um, we're going to let you out a little early. Don't tell nobody, okay? 
But uh, so, wow. Yeah, those folks that didn't show up today. <laughs> anyway, all right. Um, but thank you again for your attention. And uh, let's close things out in prayer, and then you'll be free to go. Let's look to the Lord. Father, this ministry is a convicting and uh, great reminder of our mission. We need to go into all the world and share the gospel. Lord, help us. Help us to be more active about that. Lord, let it be truly part of our intention of the day. In other words, when we wake in the morning, one of the first things that should come from our mouth is thank you, Lord, for a new day. Thank you for your mercies that are new each morning, which we heard read today. Thank you, Lord, for this day. How may I serve you today? Use me today. Lord, may these be the, the cries from our heart. And then, Lord, let us be sensitive to the Holy Spirit's leading to see those opportunities. Let us always look for open doors to share the gospel in conversation that will flow naturally in those moments. Lord, let us be active in sharing a gospel track, giving a church invite. Lord, just looking for opportunities to share Christ with those around us. Help us to be sensitive to your leading in that. Thank you for the Gideons and their faithful ministry and distrib uh, distribution of your word. Uh, Lord, thank you for the partnership of this church over the years. It's been able to, uh, again, come alongside uh, and, and assist in, in this uh, parachurch ministry. Um, and so, Lord, uh, help us to continue to proclaim the good news of Christ through speech, through uh, deeds, and through giving. Go with us now as we go from here, Lord, and may we see the opportunity set before us today to point others to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And it's in his name that we pray, and to him be the glory. In Jesus' name, amen.